Josh, hello. Hey, Marcus, how's it going? Good, thank you, Josh. Good, just ringing up uh, regards to the um, anti-vaxxers. Um, just through what I was hearing and stuff, I just feel that um, you guys aren't really giving the people that haven't got the vaccine a fair, fair chance. Yeah, yeah. What I what I will say about that, Josh, is that people often say you've got to give two sides to every story. Yep. Um, and of course, when people, when the tobacco companies were found out for selling a addictive product, they themselves said, you know, it's called the false economy. They said you had to have two sides to every story. You had to let the um, people give them the viewpoint to say that tobacco was safe. And then the same with climate change. People said, oh, there's two sides to every story. And we had the climate change deniers going on for a long time. And now the people that are denying COVID and how dangerous it is are also saying that they need two sides to every story. I, as a job, don't have to spread. Well, actually, I'm not allowed to spread lies and misinformation. So, so yeah. No, but, but, but putting... Um them in a box, labelling them anti-vaxxers as, as the start of um, something not healthy um, for... Oh, should I say... Va- yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. So vaccine-hesitant people, eh? Well, just, just you know, everyone's got their own reasons and, um, you know, they're, they're, you know it's, it's a brand new brand new thing for, for a lot of people and, you know, to put something in your body that, that you don't, you know, you don't know what, what exactly is and there's probably readings on it and stuff, but it's probably, so you know, there's probably what there's probably hang 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 on hang on Josh because I can't I can't hear what you're saying because it's not very clear. There's probably what in it. Oh, well, no, no, I didn't say there's probably anything in it. I said a lot of people don't know what's in it, and it is quite a big decision to put something in your body that that, that the, the common person is unsure of what is in it. It's quite a big um, big thing. So it may take people a lot, uh, you know, a fair amount of time to actually decide to get the vaccine or decide not to. Um, because it it is quite a you know it's a lot of pressure on people to get get it right now get it get it get it but you know um, but you can under, you can understand why there's pressure can't you yeah but but you know there's people you know there's people are um, you know everyone's different and comes from different backgrounds and has different um, past experiences that all lead to um, different thoughts of mind and so I think we just need to be kind of respectful for the people that are taking a little bit longer. And not putting labels on them, um, you know. But but but, but the and, fact is, jo- jo- Josh, yeah, we're about we're, we're about to you. So I'm I'm Christchurch. Okay, so you're not in Auckland. No, I did live in Auckland for a while, but not. Are you, spe- not are you speaking? Are you, sp- are you speaking to people in Auckland? Uh, yep. I've, so I I worked with an Indian chef, uh, and he he left um, to go back home uh, just before the second wave of COVID hit. So he got stranded in Auckland with no job. Because the the Auckland people are furious about the anti-vaxxers or the vaccine-hesitant people because the Auckland people have been told that when they get vaccinated to a certain level, uh, the restrictions can come out. So there's people that haven't seen their grandchildren. There's all sorts of people, and they would have those freedoms if the vaccination rate was higher. So those people are really angry with the vaccine-hesitant people because it's them that are preventing Auckland from shifting in levels. Well, I, I see the because I see all the um, vaccinated people like you know they're the ones labelling anti-vaxxers and, and putting them in a box. But 
I almost see uh, fear from the people that have been vaccinated, you know, because they don't know, and that, and so they want the other people to get vaccinated through. Because because they don't want they they don't know what they don't want to be the only ones vaccinated. No, no, no. If there's if if the if the vaccination rate gets to a certain level. Uh, then it's going to spread so slowly they can keep track of it all and there's not going to be the deaths and all those people waiting for uh, scheduled surgery won't be shut out of the hospitals because the hospitals won't be overwhelmed. That's what the, the, Those people aren't doing it because, because of concerns like that. They're worried because it's, it's the right thing to, to have happen. If, if enough people get vaccines, they have huge freedoms that will come to them. Yeah, and so that that's... That's another weight on the, um, you know, anti-vax pressure to get the vaccine, and and then it start you start to question what, like you know, that that is a good reason why to get it, but then you you know, there's a lot of questions as why why are they like you know why is there um, you know these perks that come with getting vaccinated? So you you're not going to be able to see your family if you don't get vaccinated. You know that kind of raises. Um, well, that's for, pe- that's for people for their businesses because they don't want their staff to get sick. That's um, Businesses have been through all these tough times and if you get uh, unvaccinated people coming in, um, the customers won't go there to their restaurant. They won't say, we're not going to go and dine in a restaurant. We want to go to dinner and have a relaxed experience. We don't want to have some anti-unvaccinated person come in and potentially uh, increase the risks of us all getting sick. That's a very legitimate reason for business yeah. old owners to want to not let unvaccinated people in, yeah, they, they want their I, well, they want their business to survive. They're yeah, not anti-vax; from, they just want to keep their business going because they've had a hell of a couple of years. Yeah, hospita- I've been in the hospitality industry for fifteen years, uh, kitchens and and wineries, all that sort of stuff. And I'm currently in a in a hospitality environment at the moment, and um, it's it's obviously a lot different in Christchurch, and I think. Uh, it's based on the restrictions. Um, we don't have very many here because we're on level two, level one. Um, yeah, and, and no one. Have you have you have you thought about that your job that it might that you might require a vaccine to work where you work? Is that something that you've considered or thought of? We're in level three. Um, we were someone came in into our work and um, we were all offered vaccines. Uh, at work, and surprisingly, uh, everybody at work turned it down. And this is a kind of big, big hotel um, restaurant. Just yeah, but it's, not, pro- it's, not- it's, pro- it's, it's probably going to be a stage that you're probably not going to be able to continue doing that work if you're unvaccinated. Yeah, and that's where the pro- that's where the problem is. Is like you know, if, 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 well, it's, you it's, would, it's only a problem. It's only a problem for you. Well, it's not because everybody I know um, doesn't really. Um, know much about the vaccine uh yeah well why don't, from, why don't they why don't they find out there's work. probably more there's probably more information about that than any vaccine ever well no that's probably not true what well, is true it's the most there's widely more used information about the covid p pfizer vaccine than any other vaccine absolutely saying? absolutely okay. they've got data they've got the data on the five billion or the five billion shots that have been given no no okay. no no vaccines has been widespread as that yeah, but then you, you you know you've got to ask yourself the um, long term effects and all that sort of stuff as well. But what about the long term effects of COVID, Josh, and those people with low yeah. immunity, and those yeah, people and that are sick? I'm, I'm a not severe asthmatic, but I, I'm an asthmatic, so there's there's another 
stick in the road as well, you know. Um, and the other thing is one of the great reasons if we can stop Delta spreading, and we can do that for vaccination, because um, what's going to happen if it spreads amongst the unvaccinated, it could certainly mutate into another version that's even more dangerous, that could have no, yeah. that could have, that could, that could not be, that would be impossible to get a vaccine for and could kill us all. Yeah, exactly. It could, or it could do, do something else, you know. Um, and that's the thing is that when no one knows enough information, it could do this, it could do that. But you know, so so a lot of people are stuck stuck in that position right now because, and that's that you know that a lot of I'm not going to label them anti-vaxxers, but a lot of people that are hesitant on the vaccine are, are, are thinking, you know, that exact thing. What about music festivals if you can't go to those? Well, that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, it's, it all comes down to personal choice and, and what personal information well, you've learned over the, your well, life. Does it, it so, doesn't come to personal choice because if you're not vaccinated, you can't go to music festivals because of the condition of entry. Yeah. Well, that was my, like, I was basing it on if I had a choice to go to a music festival or not. Oh, but, I see. So, know, so, like, so, so does, that, does that worry you that you won't be able to go to some of the events that you want to go to? No, that, that, that's not uh, worrying me. And I heard another story the other day that on, on the station that um, a guy was put in the position that if, if he couldn't um, play sport or, hit or, you know, do the things he enjoyed to get a vaccine, um, then, you know, if you have to give up those things, you have to give up those things. I'm, I'm like, to be honest, I'm quite happy just um, living a quiet life at home and, and minding my own business. So you'd be happy not to go to concerts, not to travel, not to have a job, not to go overseas. Well, that's, that's the thing is that you like if you know that this sort of situation is is popping up, then you start to find um, you know you adapt to the situation, and maybe you find some work online. Or you, you know, you start to you know start to figure out um, second options of career. You know, there's like that's part of everything that's going on at the moment is like a lot of uh, lifestyle work and stuff is switching to online. A lot of, uh, yeah, a, a lot of it is, since COVID has happened is all starting to be based online and um, working from home sort of style. So yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, I have been preparing in those sorts of ways Like you know, if, if we do have to, if there is no job, then, you know, you have to start thinking of a backup and yeah. Just, and you're pre- you're prepared to, you're prepared to not go on a plane, not go overseas, not go to a concert to preserve your anti-vax well, status I'm and your very, and your asthmatic. Yeah, I, yeah. So, I, well, yeah. That's that's another thing is you know people with uh, underlying uh, medical conditions, uh, you know, have to think even harder about um, whether or not they're going to get the vaccine without the sufficient information. You know, I I, I know nothing about what what effects it has on asthma. Um, you, got, you, know, you don't know what you don't know what you don't know what COVID. Well, it's a respiratory illness. No, the so vaccine. You don't, sorry. Well, but and you're not doing any, you're not doing any, you're yeah. not doing any research, Josh. Have you spoken to your GP about that? Uh, no, I haven't seen my GP in the last yeah. um, four or five months. So you're, you're you're willfully ignorant. You say I need to find more information, but you're not doing anything to find that out. That's no, that, that's different. Yeah, that's the frustrating thing about you is you're you're on the radio spouting this stuff, but you're you're not. There is, we've got the internet. There has never been more information about Pfizer about this, but you are just saying ridiculous things like, "Oh, we need to find more information." 
but you're happy to no, live in ignorance. No, my original thing was that, um, you know, we shouldn't be so hard on the people that are, are, um, are being hesitant. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how many texts, are, you wouldn't believe the fury of the texts that are coming through about you, Josh. You wouldn't believe the opprobrium that people feel for you and what you're saying and the decisions that you are making. Well, you know, well, I just, I, I've turned on the radio and I heard you guys laughing about the people that, you know, the anti-vaxxers, you know, putting them in a box and, and having a laugh at their expense. You no, know, I, don't think, that, I don't think we've said, I don't think we've put anyone in a box or having a laugh at their expense. I think we've very concerned to get as many people vaccinated as possible. Yeah, and I, I understand that, but, you know, you've got to also understand um, the, the hesitant one's positions. You know, and, well, I, and I, can't, I can't, I can't, because, because you you say you say you're asthmatic. You need to do more research, but you're not doing any research. You're not going to see anyone. No, I don't. You did. You did. You said no, I need I to have more research about asthma and the Pfizer injection. I said, have you been to your GP? You said you haven't been for four or five months. You're people like me with asthma p- that that don't have the information need need more information. But you're not doing anything to get it. Well, what what's the typical person meant to do? Go online and, and read a couple of papers. Just go to your GP and say, "Hey, I'm asthmatic. Um, I don't want the vaccine. Um, if I get it, will it do anything to me? Uh, and what will happen if I get COVID?" But the thing is, the doctor doesn't even know those answers. Oh, flip. Go. Off you go. This is Marcus Lush Nights. Call 0800 80 1080 and have your say on News Talk ZB. I've got uh, about 150 texts about Josh. I will get to some. And some of them are extraordinary. Although one person said, Josh, what about the long term effects of being dead? Which is good too. Megan Marcus, hello. Hello, Marcus. I am speechless after him, I'm afraid, after Josh. Um, I'm aware of asthmatics that have actually had Pfizer, both jabs, no problems. In fact, in many ways, they're the ones that really need to have it. Now, if he's worried about what's in Pfizer, I would actually suggest he starts researching the drugs, the medications that he could be given if he's admitted to ICU. And that will actually probably frighten them more than the Pfizer because what's they're going to need to give them to keep them alive? And, the, and, the, and, the, and he, won't be, he won't be asking what's in that as they bag him full of all sorts of antivirals and things well, to try and keep him alive. Exactly. He'll be tubed and on a ventilator. So he's not going to be in the situation to ask. I mean, what else has he taken in his life that has got potential issues like does he know what's in his alcohol? Does he know what's in his food? There's all sorts of things. So all of a sudden, bodies become quite sanctimonious. Um, now, people are already asking as staff are vaccinated, and, um, and this is what's happening in some places like hairdressers and that. Um, there's, there's hairdressers saying that people are actually asking if all my staff are vaccinated. So... He might get to oh. a situation where hairdressers might want to do it if he's not vaccinated. I don't know. You know, everybody's going to be in for their, their uh, situation. But I'm actually one who is stuck in Auckland, and my husband's over the border. So until we get the vaccination rate up, I am not going to see him. And I might even be home for, uh, back with him to Christmas, if then. This is Marcus Lush Nights. Call 0800 80 1080 on News Talk ZB. 
The thing that's taken me is he's going to change his career and work from home. What are we going to do working from home? Scott, good evening. Good evening, Marcus. I, um, firstly, on a lighter topic, just in reply to the man asking about the fondue set. I had a, man, a friend that wanted to have a fondue party about a year ago, and he said, I've been trying to find a fondue set online. Where can I get one? And I said, if you go to an op shop, I guarantee there'll be one at the first op shop you went to. And the first op shop he went to, there was four of them. Can I just indulge you with something I haven't had to manage to say on the show, right? Go on. I read a book about secondhand shops in America, and it was slightly fascinating, right? I yep, forget what it was called. Like- People want to, But the thing that they deal with in the States in huge numbers, and since I've focused on it, I've seen them in secondhand shops here, and I didn't realise people change them so often, is bowling balls. Yeah, I've, I've been to – I've spent a lot of time travelling in America, and I've probably been to hundreds of thrift stores, as they call them in America, and bowling balls are everywhere. Yeah, so I didn't realise people brought new ones every year because they've all got different internals, and the and the secondhand shops are just full of them. Anyway, that's a aside. John uh, Scott, what else did you want to say? Yeah, just in reply to our, um, uh, Josh, and firstly, he said he doesn't think he'd, it's cool to label people. I'd like to do, I'd like to say that I'd like to label him as an effing idiot. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but yeah, okay. that's, that's not going to get him vexed, that is it? If he feels like it would, because he, yeah, I mean. He might no, feel I, isolated, I know, although it is surprising he's got a whole workplace of people that are supporting him. I know, but but one of the fallacies I wanted to point out is I said, you know, he said this is a this is a new thing for most people putting something in your body. Most of us have been getting vaccinated since very young, you know. Like I'm scared of needles, but since I was two or three, you know, we had MMR shots, we had the polio shots, we had um, I've had a few for I forget if it's malaria or dengue fever when I've been to tropical countries, you know, like. of us have been getting vaccines our whole life. The idea of getting a vaccine is not this brand new thing which someone just came up with. And everyone's like, oh, my God, I never thought of putting a needle in me. I couldn't do that. You know, it's it's very commonplace. And um, in terms of saying we don't know what's in it, like you can look up any drug that is approved for use in New Zealand. You can look up exactly what is in it. And the only the only thing the only thing in it that's gonna is that glycol. What is it called? That I forget what it is. I should, probably shouldn't say things like that. But it's just um, yeah. I heard the I heard Susie Wiles talk about what was in it today on the radio, and she said um, it's pretty straightforward. The one thing that um, that 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 the the, the fluid that contains it is some kind of it's a fairly kind of common sounding thing. Yeah, just this whole idea that there's some giant conspiracy, and that all the governments are wanting you to inject. Every government in the world wants you to get injected with this thing. You I don't think people. I don't think people are on about that so much anymore. I think people have gone. When people first said that it was no worse than the flu, then they said, "Yeah, no." I, I, I just want. Sorry, I'm not trying to be one of those interrupts, guys. I was just trying to say that this idea that you don't know what's in the vaccine and that every government is telling you to get the vaccine, but no one will tell you what's in it. You can see exactly what's in it. Yeah, no, I agree, Scott. I'll get you some more of those texts after the old bulletin. 0800 80 1080 to text here until midnight tonight. Um, yeah, wow, Josh, eh? And bless him for ringing up and giving it a go. I'm, I don't want to say that in a funny way, but, you know, at least we know where he's at. The day might be over, but the talk doesn't stop. Marcus Lush Nights. 11.07. Josh? Um who's worried about people putting the anti-vaccine people like him in a box. Um, ooh, um, 
But people are kind of kicking up a little bit too. Uh, the people that are vaccine hesitant or should we say anti-vax as they realise that their liberties um, will be threatened. There's quite a bit of anger from them. Um, um, anyway, but keep those texts coming through. Oh eight hundred eighty ten eighty and nine two nine two to text. Um, some people are saying they've heard Josh call other shows and talk also, um, and I don't know what to make about that because it seems as though he's someone that is not only incapable of, not only is he incapable of doing that research for himself. He's ringing and continuing to just do that. Oh, I'm just asking questions, which is the greatest. Oh, I'm just asking questions. Or I haven't got that information, but not really doing anything about it. So they're helpless, those people, because uh, they're happy to actually take up the airwaves, but they're not prepared to do any information or research for themselves, which is slightly frustrating. Nepaya, it's Marcus. Good evening. Yeah, good evening, Marcus. I'm a long-time uh, listener, uh, first-time caller. I like your program. I'm just responding to what Joss was talking about. About, um, and uh, I, I was one of those people who, um, who like, when I first heard about these anti-vax people and everything, I, I looked up the information, and it, it's just appalling to me. And but the, I, I made fun of them, like, I, you know, I said, "Oh, these people," are, you know, I, I give them all sort of names and everything. But then one day, my oldest daughter came home and she said she doesn't want the. the the vaccine, and then she said she's one of these people, anti-vax people, and she's my oldest daughter, and and it changed my whole um, thinking about the whole thing about the anti-vax people. I don't know. I'm a father. I I, I, got, I became scared because one member in my family is an anti-vax or uh, what what's called a, a vaccine hesitant. So I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I've given her all the information, everything. I've listened to your program a lot, and I haven't heard anything. What are we going to do about these people? Like, you know, what if they don't really don't want to? Is there something going to happen to them? Or how, they, how, 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 how old? How old is she? How old is she? She's twenty-two, and that's the thing. She she said, "I have my own rights. I'm old enough to have my own rights." Well, yeah. I hadn't I hadn't thought of that. I mean, my kids are young; they're um five, six, and seven, so I haven't had to because that would be because you, you worry enough about your kids anyway. But if you're worried about them, yeah, I haven't heard anyone in that situation. But that um that's worrying for you. And yeah, does your daughter does your daughter that. know that it's causing you anxiety? Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've talked to her like I think about three times now, like like serious talk about this, why and you know all this exchanging information, what I know and what she knows, and and she still won't do it because she said you know oh just like what Josh, she sounded just like Josh, like you know wanting more information. I said, what else do you want? It's like. Millions of people have died from it. What? How many more people do you want to die for you to be convinced that this is very serious? And uh, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't have any medical background or anything. But I work in the security industry and I've worked a lot in hospital. And I've, I've you know, I kind of like have an understanding about these things. And, and that's why, I, I don't know. I, I'm at that point where now I'm, I feel sorry for the anti-vax before I was making fun of them. And now, now my daughter is one of them. 
or uh, vaccine hesitance. It just it took me, it changed my mind. Now I'm worried. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm going to protect her because now she's one of them. And what is the government going to do to them when they come for my daughter? And as a father, it's a natural instinct for me to protect my daughter too, you know? Yeah, I'm hearing it. Hi, thanks so much for your call. Appreciate it. Richard, good evening. Yes, good evening. How are you, Marcus? Well, yeah, yeah good. Thank you, Richard. Yeah. You've been put off a lot of stuff tonight. I just have one theory about that poor gentleman. Um, I think, I think, in my opinion, and uh, for, with a lot of um, experience from the hard, hard school of experience, he's got a morbid fear of doing anything that he thinks is risky. But really, to think that a vaccine which is saving so many thousands of people, millions of people, how he can even think there's a problem with it without even doing any research and and proving it for himself is just beyond me. But there are so many people like that, Marcus. I think it's something different. I think with someone like Josh who appears to be willfully ignorant and... Yes, he is. I think he has found a belief that he thinks, because he thinks he's come upon it himself or his own discovery, uh, thinks he's probably smarter than other people and has used it to define him, like we'll be in the workplace saying, um, and almost using it to define himself as kind of a free thinker and someone that's managed to see the knowledge beyond all the experts and have, he will rate himself as being someone that's, that's, uh, uh, that has a particular skill at finding out more information that other people have missed. And these people normally, um, normally have less ability to process complicated situations. So that's probably the situation. He has no ability to process complicated facts, but thinks he has more than the average ability. So it's a, it's a terrible combination. Yeah, you're right, Marcus, but I still think it's because this fear is so ingrown in him that he can't actually think properly, that he should actually do some research on something he's he's a, a worried about. But to, to do no, no research is logically, it's, it's illogical, totally illogical. And uh, if he wants to take that way, well, he'll take it to the grave. Keep your calls coming through if you want to talk. Um... 0800 1080 to text. Um, be good to hear from you if you want to say something. Um, 0800 1080, as I've said. Just looking through some of the texts about Josh. Goodness. Anyway, there was one particular call. I'm just thinking I can find that. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, let me take a break. Call 0800 80 to talk back with Marcus. It's Marcus Lush Nights on News Talk ZB. Joseph, good evening. Yeah, evening, Marcus. Yeah, I was just going to just follow up. Just when you were talking to Josh, like he said, oh, you know, you're making people who are vaccine hesitant sort of the butt of the jokes. And you say, oh, no, no, we're not. And then, and then he gets off the phone and, and you're just running him down and, Laughing about it. Oh no, I read I, I read some people I read some people the texts that they were saying, but he's not he's not vaccine hesitant. He is well, deliberately he trying to he's deliberately anti vax 
and deliberately ringing radio stations continuously, going on about what his well, uh, I, I point of view is. I haven't heard him. I listen in my snot. I haven't heard him ring him before, but you did. Oh, the tech. No, sorry, Textles has said that he's been on all the shows saying that same kind of thing. Well, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't heard him, but it just seemed that you did exactly what what he said that you would do, and and then you've carried on with it. And then you, even when he was on the phone to you, you were saying, "Oh, there's all these texts and saying terrible things about." Well, I think, I think, well, well, I think. It's a wee bit unethical, I I think. Joseph, it's not unethical. The point is he was saying he has every right to his view, and I think it's certainly, sorry, I'm talking, it was my duty to tell him how much anger all the texts came through felt for someone like him. All those people stuck in Auckland that can't go and do, can't even go and work because people won't get vaccinated so he might have every right to have that belief, but he also needs to know that the majority of people are absolutely furious with those that are refusing to get vaccinated. I find it's pretty 50-50, actually, when you're around talking to people. Well, you haven't seen all the texts that I've seen, so maybe it's 50-50 with what, you, with what you're talking to. But, but then but you, earlier, in the night, earlier in the night, you just said you get 10 people ringing up who are, anti-vaxxers or vaccine hesitant and you can't have that so you cut them off so are you oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna no I'm saying that people will spread misinformation they'll go on about this survey or that survey or ivermectin they're just trying yeah. to confuse the whole they are being devious and they but are being on. but hang on you can't have it both ways because you've said to him oh you haven't done your research in that and he said oh well, you want me to go and read a couple of papers on the internet so then Anyone who rings up and say, oh, I've read this on the internet or something, you just laugh at them and say, oh, no, that's not proper. You know, you've got to hear that from a doctor. Or... Oh, it's, it's, fairly, it's, fairly inter- yeah. it's fairly easy on Google to go and look at things that are peer-reviewed peer, uh, or look at uh, scientific uh, reports. I think that anyone oh. can work out what is – what. I mean, if it's a YouTube video by someone, you know, uh, more often than not it's something that's um, – um, but, but when anyway. I listen and people are bringing up genuine – concerns about things that they have read or studied or then you don't seem to take that seriously though. Like what? Well, when people are saying, you know, things about, you know, that there are people who have had, you know, bad side effects from the vaccine or or that, you know, some of the numbers and stuff don't seem to be as as, as bad as you would think for, uh, you know, a pandemic, um, then so, you don't so seem what's, to want to listen to that. What, what you mean the numbers aren't as bad for it? What do you mean by that? So you think we're in a, in a terrible worldwide pandemic at the moment, do you, Marcus? Here we go. No, but do you? <sighs> yes. Because you've just been, and, and you, you were just in Dunedin on a, on a bus ride challenge, riding every public bus that you could. I mean, that seems a bit of a strange position to take. Oh, I think until a week ago we haven't had the pandemic around New Zealand, Joseph. So, so you as a as a journalist have just been sort of off for publicity's sake, riding every public bus in another okay. city that you've travelled to. Joseph, I mean, that seems I'm, a strange jo- position to take. Joseph, in a I'm not pandemic? a I'm not a journalist. Okay, or, or as a talk by. Back hosting, and we'll I certainly didn't, didn't do anything for publicity. I was out there, but but that's this is just. Oh well, you were in the you were in Saturday's paper. I wrote, I read it. This is guy Marcus Lush riding every bus that he can in twenty four hours or something. Yeah, well, I can't to, I can't work out what people think is going to be 
uh, newsworthy. Joseph, do you, do you think we're in a worldwide pandemic? Yeah, I do. And, and you, you're riding every... Are you, and are you, vaccinated, you, jo- are you vaccinated, Joseph? No, I'm not, Marcus. Why not? Well, I just, if we're in a, we're in a just, worldwide pandemic, why would you decide yeah, not to be vaccinated? Well, I, asked you, I just asked you first, so what, if we're in a worldwide pandemic, why are you riding every bus that you can in a... Yeah, but I'm, asking you, you, I'm asking you why you aren't... And I've asked you, and I'm asking you why you're not vaccinated. I mean, it's a ridiculous argument you're making, but why are you not vaccinated? Well, I've looked at the, the numbers and the research and everything that I can see, and I'm not in a sort of a high-risk group or anything like that. You and, sound high risk. Yeah, because I disagree with you. You'll start getting personal. I understand that's your sort of your style. Because no, you do. You, you do. You do. But, you do sound high risk. Because for right. a start, you're going to be yeah. unvaccinated, and this is a disease of the unvaccinated. So by definition, by being but, unvaccinated, but, you will be at high risk. People in my age group, without you know pre-existing conditions, aren't dying, Marcus. In fact, well, I think a lot. COVID, well, I they are. At that, jo- jo- Joseph, probably asymptomatic. And actually, I wouldn't. And and then if someone is, and then there's also the long. Then there's why are you so scared of me? Because then there's also because it, because the disease will mutate amongst the unvaccinated. Joe, I mean, I've had all these discussions a thousand times, Joseph. You say you've listened for a while, but you yourself seem to be. Uh, deliberately not getting with the program or getting the point, so, which is so get with the program. So there's only one program. So w- why do you have talkback then? If it's just one program, everyone's got to think the same thing. I mean, why have discussions and stuff about it? If, you, if there's good. only one program, well, do, do, do you know what the point of talkback <laughs> is? Yeah, but you don't seem to know. No, what no the point Joseph. Of do you, is. Joseph, do you know you what only, the point? You only, Joseph, you only Joseph, push one line. If, if there's not, Joseph, if don't, Joseph, do you know what the point of with your program? It's be gone. Joseph, do you know what the point of talkback is? Absolutely. What is it? What What do I think it is? You're putting me on the spot. What I think it is, I think it's a, a forum for people to have sort of free and open discussion with a talkback host. No. No. Okay. The, you tell me. You're going to tell me what it is. Is it to Is it to push the the program? Is it? The point of talkback <coughs> is yeah. to make a Why? show. Okay, you're clearing your thought. This is getting serious. Yep. Gee, you're really into the ridicule, aren't you? It's to make a show, oh, right? I think you're a very pompous sort of talk. Oh, yeah, off you go. See you later. This is Marcus Lush Nights. Call 0800 80 1080 and have your say on News Talk ZB. Half past 11 if you want to talk 0800 80 1080, 9292 to text if you want to come through. Um... And some, I, I don't, I don't know how many texts that you want me to read and how many calls you want me to go to, but um, there are some pretty interesting texts anyway. Oh eight hundred eighty twenty and nine two nine two texts. Nancy, it's Marcus. Good evening. Yes, hi Marcus. Oh look, um, <laughs> poor you having to put up with all these people, but I guess you know that's what you do. Uh, I think the reason why these young people—they're mostly young, aren't they? They're ringing up, uh, and, and if they're not young, then they're they're maybe just naive and ignorant, and maybe just don't understand basic science and biology. Um, I don't think they know what the word mutate means. I don't think they understand it. I don't, and 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 like we can't all be scientists. I understand that, but we have to trust the people that do know, and we have to trust the experts. You know, like. Um, 
Like if you're a, a tiler, you know, a tiler comes to your house and does a tiling job for you. You don't tell him how to do it. You trust that he knows what he's doing and you just let him do it, the job. And I think that we need to do the same with our scientists. We have to trust that they know more than we do. But when you're young, you're much more impressionable um, from all the other stuff. You know, you're, you're less trusting and you're um, determined to, to to sort of contradict. And I, I think it's just part of being young. Um, I think I was probably a bit like that too. I think as you get older, you just become a little bit more, you understand that you don't know everything as you get older. And I think that this, this is what's happening. There's, there's all this. They sit around. These young kids all sit around, and one says that they're not going to get vaxxed, and so the other one goes, "Why?" And all of a sudden, you've got this conversation going around of all this stuff that isn't true. But they're getting fearful. I think. I think this, that man that rang up and talked about fear. I think that he, he's right. I think their ignorance and fear, to, ignorance and fear together. Uh, uh, a really a bad combination. Nice to talk, Nancy. Thank you so much. Oh, by the way, so people are saying that I um about the whole point of talkback, and that's one of the great myths of all time. People think, what's the point of talkback? It's to provide both sides of an argument, or find the other side of an argument when there isn't one, and provide both sides, or to give equal time to equal people, or to talk about the great news and current affairs of the time or to be a forum to discuss the world's most important events. None of those things are true. The point of Talkback is to provide a show that is interesting enough so that people will listen to the commercials throughout the commercial break. It's a business. We sell advertising to advertisers, we play those commercials, and we provide an audience to listen to those commercials. It's our only requirement. And we get money for that, and with that money we pay the hosts and the sales reps and advertising and yada, yada, yada. We also have to adhere to the Broadcasting Standards Authority, um, which has standards of what we can say and can't say. Uh, we can't defame people. Uh, we can't say things that are clearly untrue. And there's all sorts of other things. Um, some of them are up for debate and some of them are line calls, but... If you know how you do your job, you don't really get before the BSA and you don't really get sued. Um, and if we continue to do that properly, we won't lose our frequencies because also a mandate when you've got a frequency that you can't spread misinformation. Take that quite seriously as well to the whole misinformation stuff. Um, as a matter of pride, I tend not to want to spread factual inaccuracies about COVID because look, the last 18 months, there's been so much of that. A lot of it propagated by uh, Republican media in the States with all sorts of stuff. First saying it was no worse than the flu, yada, yada, yada. The vaccines didn't work. The vaccines are dangerous. Um, that the side effects from the vaccines, you're better off with worm tranquilizer. And there's been a, uh, a large group of people, not all the anti-vaxxers, but a large group of people that have tried to endlessly ring up and continue pushing this agenda. I don't know why. I don't know what's in it for them, whether they are wellness influencers or whether there's money to be made for them. But um, yeah, large number of people that will continue to call um, anyway. Um, 
But if you want to talk and get involved, 0800 80 1080. Um, and 9292 to text. Someone has said here, as a broadcaster, News Talk ZB is a responsibility to the health of the community to allow only factual information on the radio. The anti-vaccine movement is organised and has a roster to ring all talkback stations so they inundate them. Thank you for not giving these ideas airtime as this just promotes the anti-vaccination stance. And of course, the people that will die will probably not be some of the people, but they will be the people in far-flung, isolated communities. Call 0800 80 1080 to talk back with Marcus. It's Marcus Lush Nights on News Talk ZB. 21 away from uh, 12 o'clock. Peter, hello, it's Marcus. Welcome. Yeah, g'day. Um, yeah, look, um, Joseph, a few calls ago, I think his um, definition of what a talkback radio host is probably more actually correct from a listener's point of view than the one that you gave. Um, no, that, that. but Peter, that's, I do the job. I know what the requirements are. And that's probably Pe- why you're on the late show now. You got moved from the, from the evening, from the afternoon shows, Marcus, because of that attitude. It's like people aren't calling how did, up. Peter, 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 how did you know that? Peter? Well, people aren't. Peter, no, Peter, hang on. How did how did you know I got how did you know I got how did you know know I got moved from the afternoon slot? Well, well, you know, you're on the late show now. You know, it's like you know, you're not you're not on the on the afternoon slot. Do you remember? Do you remember when I was on Peter? Peter, do you remember when I was on the afternoon show? Do you know how long ago that was? I was on the afternoon show. No, I haven't got it written down anywhere. Do you want me to tell you how long ago how long ago it was since I was on the afternoon show? The point, the point, no, 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 you, you said, point, you said, Peter, to, Peter, Peter, you said, Peter, you said, I'm trying to make a point too. And you said, the reason I got moved from the afternoon show, and I'm asking you, do you know when that was? No, I don't. And to, to be honest, I don't really care. All okay, I'm well, uh, Peter, 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 uh, Peter, factually correct. Peter, you're the, talking the about facts. Than, than yours Peter, was. you're talking yeah. about facts. And when I got moved from the afternoon show, okay? And do you know when I got? Do you know? Do you know? Peter, Peter, Peter. Do you know when I got moved on from the afternoon show, Peter? Marcus, I don't care. I don't care. Well, you, you know, well I care because you said that the reason you got moved on from the afternoon show, yada yada yada. And I'm going to tell you when I got moved on from the afternoon show, okay? Do you know when it was? I don't care. I really don't. Cool, because I was never on the afternoon show. But do with that what you will. Hi, Marcus. I am a nurse. I am listening to your show driving home from work, listening to people calling in as to why they are not vaccinating. All I have to say is if you choose not to vaccinate when you are a fit and healthy person, then you are killing an already underfunded and stressed healthcare system. We are a workforce so overworked and understaffed, having a COVID pandemic in New Zealand will not only lead to death, but also loss in economic growth, child welfare and overall quality of life for all New Zealanders. What frustrates me the most is the facts about COVID and the risks from the vaccine are never clearly defined by the government. 
and cannot be defined that there is a risk getting any vaccine. However, the risks are less than the flu vaccine. Are people really potentially willing to kill their grandparents or neighbour or immunocompromised persons because they think they are so special? Kiwis need to wake up and smell the roses on this. COVID will kill if we continue this rubbish about not vaccinating. From a nurse. This is Marcus Lush Nights. Call 0800 80 1080 on Newstalk ZB. And I've said this for a while, I've feared for what's going to happen um, when the government starts mandating that people and private businesses start saying that people that are not vaccinated can't go on flights or uh, can't go into restaurants and things like that. Um, it's going to be very confronting for people. Um, and it's not going to be harmonious. It's the last thing I think we need during a pandemic is division. And I really wish it wasn't going to happen. But as what happened in Ireland and places like that, the only way they got, and in America now, the only way they got the vaccination rate up is to bring in the vaccine passports. And if you're a restaurateur, right, you've had a business that's gone through two lockdowns and you might survive, you mightn't survive, you've put a mortgage on your house, you've borrowed so much money, and you want to reopen your restaurant, you've probably really got to say that your staff are vaccinated and you only take customers are vaccinated because people that are vaccinated aren't going to want to dine with someone that's unvaccinated because it provides so much more risk. And I hate the fact that society sounds like it's going to turn into what sounds like a synopsis for a science fiction novel. It's what it feels like, though. And the Prime Minister has said that the way through this is vaccination. And the flip to that is saying the way not through this is not to vaccinate. And I think the Prime Minister has been very careful with her messaging about that, not to target the people that are vaccine hesitant uh, and trying to bring them along. But man, oh man, there's been some pretty angry stuff today. Some personal stuff. And that's fine as well. Anyway. Um, oh... The father called about his daughter being vaccine hesitant. Similar story for me. We'll email you tomorrow. Um, anyway. Um, a lot of people are saying that people that don't get vaccinated should forfeit the right to free health care. But the health care system doesn't work like that. I mean, they would never moralise. And they can't. Otherwise, you get into situations on do you treat people that have smoked their whole life for all those sorts of things, you know, those um, illnesses that you could say are ones of um, uh, that people have had some kind of, um, I forget the expression for them. Anyway, Julie, hello. Yes, good evening, Marcus. Just to back up what Nancy said, I've been nursing for 60 years and I'm 82. I am fed up to the back teeth with the stupid, blasted antagonists. There's quite quite a powerful group of them in New Zealand, various ages. Tanaki is a very good example of one of them. The most important thing is, if a person is sick, who do they first go and see? A&E. And they expect us to make them better. They want to remember that when they refuse their COVID injection on the grounds of stupidity. They know damn well that that vaccine
seen is something that will save their lives and a lot of other New Zealanders, and they are just absolute little trollops, the whole lot of them. And I'm very, very sad to see it. I really am. Yeah, well, I think there's tough times coming here and tough times because, I mean, no one wants this division. That's the thing. And I think probably if it wasn't for Trump in power and it wasn't for the way America had handled COVID and the way the Republican media had propagated so much misinformation um, and so much rubbish for their own selfish gains mainly, whether it be to win seats or win votes or whatever. Um, I'm sure a lot of that rhetoric wouldn't have ended the discussion here or a lot of that kind of those crazy posts, um, all that rubbish we've had to put up with for 18 months about it's no worse than the flu or all this sort of stuff, all this misinformation. And, and now we're, we're at the stage now where I think all that misinformation that has been sown has come to a head. Because now the people that have swallowed all that misinformation about Bill Gates and about being brainwashed about the vaccine, all those people that have swallowed that, and probably in some reason knowing full well that it can't be true, that now they're in a situation where it's come the pinch point and they've got to realise that there are consequences for them for those beliefs. And they're going to have to make a decision. And they're going to have to make a decision which has got... I mean, some decisions don't have a good outcome, but this decision is, do I maintain my personal integrity with these views that I hold, these views I've discovered on the internet that I hold? Or do I go and get a vaccine and let everyone know that actually my beliefs weren't that strong, that going to Rhythm and Vines was more important than my belief to be unvaccinated? It's kind of a pretty tricky place for people to be, I would think. Um, and you could say it's no one else's business. And it probably isn't anyone else's business, whether we're vaccinated or not. Although now, with the vaccine passport, it is going to become people's business. Because you want to go to a bar, they can ask you. And you could refuse to tell them. They say it's not your business. But just like the nuclear ships neither confirm nor deny, you're not going to get in. And that's the reality. So I think a lot of people now at that stage think, hang about, what do I do? It's got serious. Delta is a disease of the unvaccinated and Auckland's path to freedom and the Waikato's path to freedom and probably the whole of New Zealand's path to freedom is through vaccination. And it's vaccination through a rate, which I think we're going to struggle to get to because there's rubbish out there that's been talked about.